0: By Didier Drogba, yeah, it's the greatest
1: night in Chelsea's history, champions of Europe at last. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fulham Road Podcast. Fam, we finally won a goddamn game. This is literally minutes after the match Hoping to get this out as soon as possible We just beat Norwich 3-2 So, I mean, we're going to review this match Basically yeah. So, uh, before I get into that Obviously, this is Dami, CFC Dami And I'm joined by my good friend My co-host, my guy you know Josh, I'm pessimistic Josh What are you saying, bro?
0: Uh, just relieved at this moment in time
1: mm. Just relieved mm. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, let's get straight into this match review, yeah? So, Josh, kick us off.
0: All right. The first thing I want to talk about, Mason Mount. Ooh, yeah. that that goal. That goal, Paul. The sauce on that goal, I mean, I don't know. Is Mason Mount, like, going to turn into an elite-level player for us? Could you see that happening? Because, I mean, he he was... Um, Like, in my mind, amazing today. Definitely top two players on the pitch for us. Um, Yeah, Mason Mount was absolutely superb. Um, And I'm very excited to see what he does, especially next week against Sheffield United. What are you saying about uh, Mount?
1: Mm, mm. So, I mean... For starters, let me get this out of the way. I thought Mason was absolutely, was he was quite good. He was, in fact, quite good is a bit of an understatement, to be fair. In the first half, he was absolutely fantastic. He scored a brilliant goal, absolutely brilliant goal, assisted by Pulisic, for those that weren't watching. And uh, so, yeah, assisted by Pulisic. was a really nice take, uh, dribbled past, I've forgotten who it was, and then got the ball into the top right corner. It was a really fantastic goal. He was playing well, however, but, I mean, as time went on, And I feel like something that's going to improve with time. His game kind of faded out after a while for me personally. I mean, he did have a bit of like, he wasn't consistent. Like, the amount of energy and the amount of like how well he was playing reduced as time went on during the match. So, I mean, I want to see him do this consistently. I mean, because once again, people know I've always, I rate Mason Mount. I just don't put him in the Reese James and Hutton Odoi bracket. That's my only thing with Mount. But other than that, I think he's really, I mean, and just because I don't put him that bracket doesn't mean he's like just below them, just below them. But for me personally, I think he was really good today, but I want to see what he does with time, you know, consistency. That's what it's all about, man, yeah. consistency, yeah
0: um yeah i mean the only thing that's slightly worrying is hopefully that injury is just a slight knock
1: no no he was just fine he was fine i mean at the end of the match you could see yeah you could see him at the end of the match as well he was laughing on with uh, tammy or so yeah yeah speaking of tammy actually yeah did you watch tammy abraham when i said this guy was going to be a main striker the season like i said that i tweeted out like during preseason and a lot of these haters on the timeline were just abusing the man my guy got racially abused in that then my guy comes in bangs in two goals now what are you saying about tammy and they were really good finishes as well what are your thoughts on tammy uh
0: i might have to write a letter of apology (laughs) i might you know um but yeah it's exactly what i want like this is like the ideal situation I want these guys to prove me wrong I want them, every single one of them that I say isn't good enough, I want them to prove me wrong today Tammy Abraham looked like a player that was good enough to start not just for a Chelsea team currently but for a Chelsea Premier League winning side his hold hold up play was very, his all around hold up play was great, link up play was superb again his first goal like that is a hard finish
1: because
0: it's, it's a half volley in the way he's putting it away that I give Tammy so much so many props for that because that goal was it was so well taken and then I mean he he just he helped us so much in that case in terms of getting the goal but also his hold up play allowed us and his and his link up as well allowed us to um, play off each like have players play off of him. But it also allowed us, like, it allowed players like Mount, especially, to really be influential in the game. Um, For me, I think that, you know, his second goal as well. I don't even think the finish or the drive was the best part. If you look at the goal again, the first touch really makes the whole goal. Because with the Mm. first touch, he's already cut out one defender. And then he drives across, and it's just—it's exactly what you're taught to do when you're a kid. You drive across, and then you pull it back across the keeper. The second goal and the winning goal, absolutely, superbly taken. So, yeah, for me, Tammy Abraham, for us, has to be man of the match.
1: Mm. He was really, really good, to be fair. I mean, for me, once again, now people, like, I think, like, for starters, I mean, you guys know, I selected Mount, I, was, I mean, not Mount, sorry, Tammy as the person who was supposed to start for us this season, but what I want to see is consistency like, I'm not expecting, he's a young guy, I'm not expecting him to score every single game, but well, I'm trying to see consistency from Tammy, like yeah. real consistent, that's what I want from these young players, you know, so it's just, if they can get consistency done for this season and I'm not going to write off Norwich because they were absolutely fantastic today, I mean we were at, defensively atrocious as usual but let's not take it away from from Norwich, which we'll talk about later on but I want to see them perform at this level against better opposition as well. So once yeah. again, I'm not—I mean, this isn't necessarily criticism. All I'm trying to say is that I want to see more because what they're doing—I mean, with all like—I'm really happy with how they are playing the young players. But I really want them to do this consistently and against better opposition as well, if that makes any sense. But no, yeah, I no, I'm not taking—I'm not taking anything away from any of the performances because I mean, Tammy and Mount were like what nines. If not tens for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Like you
0: said, just to end on Tammy, I mean, Tammy, like, his performance today was superb. I just, I really hope that he can replicate something like this against Sheffield United because I I was thinking about this and I was talking with some of my friends the other day. If I think for Tammy, it's just, it, it could be a case of once he gets the, once he's now that he's got the first goal. That's that maybe the confidence booster that he needs to start keeping them going. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, he, I definitely think that he needs to um, score against Sheffield United, and if not score, he needs to affect the game with his link up, which he more than can do. So I mean, yeah, I, I was very happy with his performance, but like you said, it's about building consistency because if he can build consistency and get us, you know. 15 goals this season that that's that's good output from him considering his age mm-hmm. and considering like the time that he's still going to need to get to the top of his game but yeah i mean i think we've covered everything on tammy what do you think
1: i mean yeah i mean that's pretty much it for me from tammy for all Tuesday. right yeah, yeah so
0: i mean yeah. now we have to move on to a big big talking point for this game and that is the defensive structure because for mm-hmm. me God almighty we need a Golo Kante. Like mm. Kova and Jorginho like I'm watching this there's uh, the the both of the goals really although I I blame the first goal on Aspilicueta we'll get onto that later but mm. the the goals really I'd say like if you look at them the whole, entire build up I I just wouldn't see the build up happening if Kante were there because they just our midfield was non-existent. Like, there was no, def- like, not obviously Kante isn't a defensive midfielder, but there's just no defensive presence in front of the back four, if you get what I mean. It was just, <laughs> today, it was just like, Norwich get the ball, and they're in straight on our back four every single time. There's no, like, the midfield was just, it, I thought the midfield, especially, um, Kovacic and Jorginho, positionally, especially in the first half, were poor. In the second half, they cleaned it up a bit. And I thought they were definitely a lot better. But in the first half, defensively, both of them were very poor, in my opinion.
1: Mm, You know, the thing is, for me, this defensive structure thing, it has to do with the players we currently have. And it's a bit of lamp-out tactics. Now, once again, people, get out of my DMs, get out of my mentions, please. The thing is, let's all be realistic here. If you look at the game... The defensive line is too far from. I mean, obviously Lampard wants to play a pressing game, wants to play high up the pitch, and if you're going to do that, you're not going to have to leave four defenders stranded. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, you cannot simply expect. Like, I mean, there was one point during the game where you saw Tammy back. I mean, he was. I mean, it was a counter attack, and because of his younger and he's faster, he got to the back. I mean, he was like him and like three other defenders. If you get what I mean, what yeah. I'm trying to say is like this is not just. It's not like Reese James and Rudiger coming back is going to help it. It is going to help it, I feel. And Kante being fit as well will help it. But that is not, like, at the end of the day. Like, think of Norwich have a very good front three. And if we played anyone that was better than Norwich, the way we played Norwich today, they would have dismantled us from all those chances they had. Do you get what I mean? So, it's it's not simply about, yeah, oh, so these guys didn't play too well. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, Lampard wants everybody to be up front. And uh yeah so it's it's more, it's not less, it's not just the player thing it's also a bit of a tactic thing as well so not yeah. just to be fair I mean you
0: said that Norwich had a lot of chances for me I don't even think Norwich had that many chances it was just it was a combination of two when they had the chances I thought for me Norwich probably had like five clear cut chances today and they scored two of them now for me that's a pretty scary ratio because I mean it's like Obviously, that's 40%, you know, but it's more like, when I look at them, like, their first two clear-cut chances they scored on, and I was like, come on, like, the the chances shouldn't be happening in the first place, but I mean, right. like, it, 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 the, you know, the, they didn't have that many chances. They were very clinical in their chances, so fair play to Norwich, but I mean, the the off-the-ball communication seemed to be lacking as well, because, especially on the second goal, because I saw Christensen step up, and then obviously Pookie was making the run off the shoulder of Zuma.
1: Yep.
0: I, I don't know. Like Maybe Zuma didn't get the call. Maybe he did, but I, I think Christensen also needs to tell Zuma much more loudly because Christensen just doesn't, doesn't seem like the kind of player to do that, and he needs to add that to his game. But, I mean,
1: if yeah. Talking defend- about the goal as well, I think Zuma should have done better on Pukki's goal. Zuma, and also- Zuma should have done much better, yeah. Yeah, and also, I mean, we'll get to Kepa later on. But Kepa should have done better as well. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have anything else to say about the defensive structure?
0: No, I think I think that's pretty much it.
1: Mm. All right then. So thoughts on Aspillacueta?
0: Oh God. Okay. Well, Aspi for me actually. He. This is probably his best performance of the season so far. Um, I thought going forward he was actually all right like the cross into Abraham was good surprisingly um go, i thought i thought he on the byline was common possession sometimes but i mean for me he's still at fault for the first goal he gets way, it's the same mistake he keeps making he gets way he gets way he gets way 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 way, way too narrow and too close to christensen giving that um, Outside player, whoever it is, the fullback or the winger, way too much time on the ball. And because of that, he isn't able to recover in time. So, I mean, that first goal, if Aspie steps, if Aspie doesn't get so narrow and get drawn towards the ball and he just steps out a bit, that goal is avoided. So, I mean, for me, Aspie today was probably a six out of ten because even though he gets the assist, he's at fault for the goal. And I'm sorry, this is what we, are, we have now played four games so far in the season and he's at fault for six goals. That is awful.
1: Now, I mean, honestly, now as I'm speaking to you, honestly, I have Twitter open up and I'm looking at my mentions and I have someone who's just I've quoted my tweet and said they think I'm fucked in the head. has think played decently today. Now, everyone, you guys, let's be realistic here. Aspilicueta in today's game was miles ahead of all the other performances he's had this season. The man has gotten attacked in his mentions, he's gotten attacked by the fans, and he just keeps on going out there and keeps on improving. You guys, let's all be realistic. At the end of the day, like he is an older player. See how many runs he made this match? Did you see that one where he was like, I didn't expect him to get the ball, and he was he like he got to the ball and then he got fouled in the box. And then, I mean, VAR, yeah. oh God, I'm going to rant on VAR later on. But I think Aspilicu- I mean, yeah, he does get too close to Christensen at times. I do agree with you. But if you still think he didn't perform well today compared to other performances, then you're just outright biased. I'm sorry. That's my no, on it. He,
0: he definitely performed better than other performances. It's just that it still wasn't good enough. Like it's still, it's, it's still, was, what's good enough is not being at fault for conceding a goal. Like, ask Villacueta if he's going to be good enough. He needs to be more consistent offensively in terms of his crossing. He needs to be able to beat his man more consistently. He needs to be able to defend much more consistently. Because his, he defensively this season has been piss poor. He, he, is, he has been championship level bad in terms of defense wow. this season. Wow. Six, six goals in four games. That's more than a goal a game. That's horrible.
1: Nah, so, I'm like if you uh, I really don't want to drag this over too long, but I I'm so I do agree with this, honestly. All right, well I mean, right, yeah, well, I bad, mean if you want me to blast
0: yeah. if you want me to run you through the goals, I will. He was at fault for two of the goals in the United game. He was at yep. fault for both goals against Liverpool in the Super Cup. He was at he was at fault for the goal for Leicester last weekend, and he was at yep. fault for the first goal today. So that's six goals.
1: What I'm saying is, I'm not just like I think. If we remember, we reviewed the last, the last match, and I obviously said Aspilaqueta was not playing well as well, and I was waiting for Reese James to come back. But what I'm saying here is the improvement. What I'm looking yeah. at is the improvement. He, for you to say he wasn't the best offensively, if you compare his offense, this was his best. This was his best performance this season. All I'm, yeah, trying, to say, all I'm trying to say, at the, all I'm trying to say at the end of the day is, I think he was great. Compared to what he has been doing week in, week out since the season started, that is literally all I'm comparing it to. Do oh, okay. you get what I mean? I mean yeah, That's I, literally I, all I'm comparing it to. Yeah. I
0: wouldn't, I wouldn't say he was great. However, I'd say he okay, was. He was really. He was. Good. He was good. He was. He was improved on what he has been so far, but still was not good enough for Chelsea.
1: Chelsea uh, caliber. Oh man. Well, I mean, I mean, at least you're arguing with sense. To be fair, I mean, I have yeah. some in my mentions, but I'll sort them out after this uh, podcast. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have to say about Aspilicode, right to fair. Yeah? yeah,
0: I mean, now we can move on to Keppa, As some people I know like to call him, Kepasaurus. Those oh. are <laughs> dinosaur arms. But for that second goal, Keppa, man, you've got to be doing better for me. Um, His wrist, like... Obviously, we saw it in the shootout as well. His wrists are weak as fuck. Like, they're, they're so, so weak. He's got he's to get some, like, hand motion, hand exercises going or something because that, that second goal, first of all, he was six inches over to the left compared to where he should have been. And secondly, even if he gets a hand on that, that hand has got to be stronger. I'm sorry like it's just bouncing off your hand basically and going in like that that was poor that was really really poor in my opinion so yeah keppa keppa definitely needs to step up his performances i still i still rate him i still think that he'll be an excellent keeper for us i still think that he has a long way to go in his development because 24 for a goalkeeper is still quite young considering goalkeepers can be at their top until like they're 35 yeah so I mean, he's still hypothetically got, you know, eleven years, and I don't expect him to be at his prime for at least, obviously, another three years. But I don't expect him to be what he can be for another like two, three seasons. And um, I, I think that he needs to definitely step up, though, because uh, you know his distribution has not been excellent, and that he's very he's he knows these he can do that, and we know that he can as well. Um, and in terms of shot stopping, I mean come on, man. Like that 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 goal, like there are goals that this season that we've conceded that he can just do better on. And I think that he needs to start stepping up and start doing better on that because we're gonna need him to do that.
1: Mm, fair enough. I mean, for me personally, once again, Kepper. I think, oh my Kepper, in it. So, like, for me, at the end of the day, ideally, he should be doing a lot better in the mat, like in the goal that we conceded. And yeah, his distribution has been off in these past few games. But I mean, that's what his game is about. His distribution is usually really good. I just feel like if the team was playing a lot better, I mean, remember he's the one who made all the good. He's still a really good goalkeeper. But I just feel like yeah. with what we're used to, this isn't like. If basically all I'm trying to base Kepper's performance around is what we are used to, and this isn't the Kepper we are used to, if that makes any sense. I mean, last season he did have a few um, goal, I mean, uh, um, goals that we conceded where he could have had a stronger hand. But at the end of the day, I think he can do better, and he will only get better from this point onward. To be fair, but I can't really necessarily blame that goal outright on him. Yeah. Because, no, I I, I can't yeah. either.
0: It's just a matter of I think that he could have done better there. Um. For mm, me, okay. I think I want to bring up another thing as well. I want to bring up Pulisic today. For me, Pulisic, I don't know about you, but Pulisic was very bad. What? He was very, very bad. Every time he got on the ball, every time we were trying to play out on like on the break as well, he lost it every single time. His ball retention was horrific for me today. He got an assist, to be fair for him. Okay, fair yeah. Him. But I mean, the like... The assist was a 1-2. It wasn't anything amazing. Um, but, I mean, I, he, he just wasn't doing it for me today. Like, he, didn't, he didn't really attack his man. He, he just, it's just the fact that like we needed him to keep the ball. And we mm. really needed him to keep the ball in certain situations instead of just dribbling aimlessly. And he lost the ball. I, for me, he, he was not very good today at all. What were you think, saying on Pulisic?
1: I mean, at the end of the day, once again, what I see in Pulisic is a player who, like, I mean, I saw a tweet on my timeline once again. Even if he's not playing, he didn't play too well today. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I don't think he was atrocious, but I didn't think he played too well today. I feel, I'm not trying to make excuses for the boy, but at the end of the day, he just got to the Premier League. Guys, you forget that this man is 20 years old. He is not... Uh, like, he is still a very, he is like Mason Mount's age, for God's sake. Like, let's remember that for people. So, at the end of the day, even for the fact that he didn't play too well, still got an assist. And at the end of the day, he's a winger. And when you judge players objectively, at the end of the day, what is a winger supposed to do? Either score goals or get assists. And he got an assist, if you get what I mean. So, yeah, for me, I mean, I just feel like he just has needs to get more time to adjust. And we have to be a bit more fair on him. I mean, we should just give him a few more games to adjust to the Premier League because, I mean, Bundesliga to Premier League is a massive step up. And so, yeah, that's just my take on Pulisic, to be fair. Do you have anything else to say on him? Nah, I, I've said what I need to say. Um, all right, I mean, I, all right. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, did you have something else to say? Or are you nah, done? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm done. All right. All right. For now, I need to talk about Kovacic, please, because, oh, my Lord. Kovacic was dripping sauce, man. He was... Yeah. He was... Pick, like, I loved Kovacic today. I mean, yeah, yeah. People are going to come at me and be like, oh, the goals they scored. Yeah, you guys can... I mean, even the freaking... Um, who was it? Was it Tim Sherwood? I was watching the uh, halftime thing. He was attacking Jorginho and I think Kovacic as well. Like... These, I'm not even going to get to them. I'm not going to get to them because we still have other things to talk about in this podcast. But at the end of the day, I feel Kovačić did really well, got an assist as well. But yeah, what do you think of Kovačić, real quick?
0: Yeah, I thought Kova did really well. I thought his dribbling definitely helped us, like mm. relieve relieve pressure in certain moments of the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought Kovačić overall. I give Kova like a seven out of ten. A 7, a 6.5 out of 10. And the reason I do that is because his defensive cover in the first half and his defensive cover overall needs to improve. Because I don't think that he'll be a starter for us. However, he was very, very, very good well, he going He played forward. like a starter. He did play like a starter. And that's the thing. We have a ton of midfielders in this team that like play like starters. So, I mean, it, it's just up to Frank, really. But in terms of How Kovacic played today. Going forward, very good. Dribbling, going very good. Um, As expected from Kovacic. Uh, The assist, good as well. For me, just gets marked down because of that first half defensive performance, to be honest with you. He didn't really shadow the defense very well. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much my thoughts on Kovacic today.
1: Mm. All right, that's fair enough. No, no, no. Oh my god. Oh my god. Did you see the veer on the ref the officiating in this match? Oh Martin it was, was absolutely shit. atrocious. I am sick and tired of this blasted agenda that people have against Chelsea football club. Liquetta they didn't even review the penalty. I mean, like yeah. they didn't even review they didn't even review it, wasn't even consideration. Like, what are you on about? Like, what is wrong? I'm sick and tired of this thing. Honestly, they even... I mean, Atkinson was not good today, in my opinion, yeah? Atkinson was pissed I mean, for he, Yeah, he gave, he gave Zoom his goal. But then, I don't know who the hell was in the VAR box, but they said it wasn't... A good, like, what is happening? What happened to the referee's word is final. You get what I mean? Like, the, yeah. like, you, are you aware that Atkinson, I think that's how it's pronounced, yeah. is the one he he gave the goal... Then VAR came in and cancelled the goal. Did you know that? No. I
0: what mean, I was, was I
1: was confused because I thought...
0: For me, for me I understand why the goal was cancelled. Because for me, Giroud did foul cruel. I can understand why that goal was cancelled. However, the fact that we didn't get a penalty on the Aspie thing, that I cannot understand because that, the, the tackle on Aspie was blatantly a penalty.
1: Even did he even review the mountain. Yeah, yeah they didn't.
0: So when they, they, it they didn't at- review that either. It was, it was, it was bad because I honestly, mean, for me, that was the, a yellow card minimum. what? what yeah. it was,
1: but. It's so annoying, man. Like, honestly, we need to get better. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't even know. I, I, we just, This is the Premier League, for God's sake. We need to have better refereeing. Premier get League,
0: the referees in the Premier League have always been pissed poor. For me, the best referees in the world are usually come from Italy.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not here to talk about referees because uh, That's once again, I'm not Jose Mourinho. but at the end of the day, oh God, VAR, but I mean, scenes when VAR wins us the Champions League. You heard it here yeah. first. You heard it here first. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, this was a much easier three points though. What do you think? Oh, thank God we got the three points. I said I said last week after Leicester
0: that we we have to win this game and we have to win um the Sheffield United game at home and we're halfway there. But we need we need to win these two games for multiple reasons. Uh. One, we can't let the teams ahead of us pull away. We need to stay there because although we're only 3 games in and obviously you know we have 35 more games to go. We still, you know, we need to win these games because at the end of the day these are the points that are going to add up. And these are the teams that we have to beat to get top four. And Sorry. at the end of the day, we need top four next summer. And we need we, – Champions League football has to still be a thing during the 2020-21 season at Stamford Bridge, or else you know we're not – even though we're going to have a shit ton of money next summer, the players aren't going to want to come. So we need Champions League football desperately, and this was a massive step towards that. Um, and – Not a massive step towards that, but it definitely will help. It's one of those where, like, if we do get it, we'll look back and think, you know, thank God we scraped out a win in this game. Um, Mm. But we definitely need to win against Norwich. And then a common theme of this podcast that we've been talking about is consistency. Mm. Let's see if we can build on this game. Let's see if we can beat Sheffield United. And if we do beat Sheffield United, and we should, because this is Sheffield United at home versus Chelsea, we should be beating and them
1: once again. Like, keep on. this; it, yeah. it has to be convincing.
0: Like, yeah, it's was not gonna, just yeah. about
1: beating because think about it. Like, at the end of the year, we beat Norwich 3 2. And yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, Norwich have a good front three. Yeah, I agree with you. Norwich have a good cookie. Oh, if you don't have that guy in your FPL, just go get him before his price goes up, honestly. But at the end of the day, we need to be consistent. We need to win convincingly against teams like Norwich and Sheffield yeah. United. Yeah. You get what I mean? Because, like, if we're going to play like this against these, I mean, against Norwich. Like we have, we have seven other teams, top eight teams, basically Leicester level teams, Leicester and above. We need to be able to beat Norwich and Sheffield United convincingly yes. if we're going to have a chance of getting the top four or the top six even. I mean, it might be a bit negative, but I mean, I once again, please, I don't want anyone to attack me because at the end of the day, if we're all like I, I've been supporting these lot since. I mean, I supported Tammy. I mean, I've said the same thing. My, my my stance on Mount remains the same. And obviously, I'm waiting for the other youth to come in. But we need to get in consistency. Mount has played really, really well. But he's faded out in each game that he has played. That is my opinion on that. You get what I mean? Yeah. He's faded out towards the end of the game. We need him to get that energy going for consistently. Tammy scored two goals today. Perfect. My striker. You get what I mean? I would have loved to see Batuayi come on instead of Giroud, but that's another topic for another day. Tammy is my striker. What do I want from him? Consistency. Lampard, I need consistency. You get what I mean? And I need it yeah. to be convincing as well. So that's literally all I'm asking from this Chelsea Yeah, I,
0: I, like, next week against Sheffield United, that game, like, if we're being serious as Chelsea fans, that game should be a 3-0 win for us. Mm. And, you know, I, we need to start picking up clean sheets as well. Like, this defense has mm. to start playing much better than it has been. Yeah. I think it will 100%. definitely help when Rudiger and Rhys come back. However, next, next week, we desperately need to win again. And it's a game that, you know, I think we will win. Yeah. However, if, if we don't win, it's gonna, it, it, it will be very, very, very unacceptable
1: in my opinion. Hmm. Fair enough then. I mean, I guess that's the match review to be fair. Yeah. So yeah, guys, basically uh, we've got this review done and this is like what, 30 minutes after the game. So I think, what do you guys think of our opinions? Do you feel our opinions are better when we preview them like the day after or a few hours after? Just let us know what you think. And also I've noticed based on the statistics that we get, uh, we get a lot more interaction with our episodes when the episodes are shorter. So, do you guys prefer shorter episodes? Just let me know. And guys, you've been blanking us for over a month now when it comes to DMs about yeah. this podcast. Get back to us, I beg of you, honestly. So, And also, look out for the future. We have some really good guests lined up, especially for the international break. not yeah. going to spoil that. We also have a potential footballer on the podcast, but I'm not going to spoil that either. But yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, Josh, do you have anything else to say before I wrap up this podcast?
0: No, just thank you for the support recently. It's been really nice. And thank you for listening yeah. to the podcast.
1: Yeah, listeners from everywhere listeners from Africa. We've got listeners from India. We've got listeners from America, from the yep. UK, from Europe. I mean, we need some more Asian donors on this podcast. But I mean, that's a bit of it. I mean, at the end of the day, thank you guys for so much support. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Up the chills, uh, this has been Dami and Josh. I've been Josh. Sure. Yep we'll catch you in the next episode of the fulham road podcast so yeah bye bye guys catch you later Up the